Good morning, friends. Today is Sunday, the 13th of September, 2020. Today is Grandparents' Day in the U.S. and the 15th Sunday after Pentecost, proper 19. Our readings this morning are... And remember, these are different than the Eucharistic readings that you'll read in church. These are the daily office readings. And for this morning, they are Psalms 24 and 29, Job 38, 1, 18 through 41, Revelation 18, 1 through 8, and the Gospel of Matthew 5, 21 through 26. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Psalm 24, the earth is God's and all that is in it, the world and those who live in it. For God has founded it on the seas and has established it on the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of God? Who shall stand in God's holy place? Those who have clean hands and pure hearts, who do not lift up their souls to what is false and do not swear deceitfully. They will receive blessing from God and vindication from the God of their salvation. Such is the company of those who seek God, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the sovereign of glory may come in. Who is the sovereign of glory? God, strong and mighty, God mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the sovereign of glory may come in. Who is this sovereign of glory? The God of hosts. This is the sovereign of glory. Psalm 29. Ascribe to God, O heavenly beings. Ascribe to God glory and strength. Ascribe to, ascribe to God the glory of their name. Worship God in holy splendor. The voice of God is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The God over mighty waters, the voice of God is powerful. 
The voice of God is full of majesty. The voice of God breaks the cedars. God breaks the cedars of Lebanon. God makes Lebanon skip like a calf and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of God flashes forth flames of fire. The voice of God shakes the wilderness. God shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of God causes the oaks to whirl and strips the forest bare. And all in God's temple say glory. God sits enthroned over the flood. God sits enthroned as sovereign forever. May God give glory to their people. May God bless their people with peace. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Job, chapter 38, verse 1, and verses 18 through 41. Then God answered Job out of the whirlwind. Have you comprehended the expanse of the earth? Declare, if you know all this, where is the way to the dwelling of light, and where is the place of darkness, that you may take it to its territory, and that you may discern the paths to its home? Surely you know, for you were born then, and the number of your days is great. Have you entered the storehouses of the snow, or have you seen the storehouses of the hail? which I have reserved for the time of trouble, for the day of battle and war. What is the way to the place where the light is distributed, or where the east wind is scattered upon the earth? Who has cut a channel for the torrents of rain and a way for the thunderbolt to bring, to bring rain on a land where no one lives, on the desert, which is empty of human life, to satisfy the waste and desolate land, and to make the ground put forth grass. Has the rain a parent? Or who has begotten the drops of dew? From whose womb did the ice come forth? And who has given birth to the hoarfrost of heaven? Who has given birth to the hoarfrost of heaven? The waters become hard like stone. And the face of the deep is frozen. Can you bind the chains of the Pleiades, or loose the cords of Orion? Can you lead forth the Maseroth in their season? Or can you guide the bear with its children? Do you know the ordinances of the heavens? Can you establish their rule on the earth? Can you lift up your voice to the clouds, so that a flood of waters may cover you? Can you send forth lightnings, so that they may go and say to you, Here we are. Who has put wisdom in the inward parts, or given understanding to the mind? <clears throat> Who can tilt the water skins of the heavens, when the dust runs into a mass and the clods cling together? Can you hunt the prey for the lion, or satisfy the appetite of the young lions, when they crouch in their dens or lie in wait in their covert? Who provides for the raven its prey when its young ones cry to God and wander about for lack of food? Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle E, A Song of Jerusalem, Our Mother. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her. 
Rejoice, rejoice with her, all you who mourn over her, that you may drink deeply with delight from her comforting breast. For thus says our God, I will extend peace to her like a river, the wealth of nations like an overflowing stream. You shall nurse and be carried on her arm, and you shall nestle in her lap. As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. You shall flourish like the grass of the fields. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Revelation, chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was made bright with this angel's splendor. They called out with a mighty voice, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. It has become a a dwelling place of demons, a haunt of every foul spirit, a haunt of every foul bird, a haunt of every foul and hateful beast. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And all the rulers of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth have grown rich from the power of her luxury. Then I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, so that you do not take part in her sins, and so that you do not share in her plagues. For her sins are heaped high as heaven. And God has remembered her iniquities. Render to her as she herself has rendered, and repay her double for her deeds. Mix a double draught for her in the cup she mixed. As she glorified herself and lived luxuriously, so give her a like measure of torment and grief, since in her heart she says, I rule as a queen. I am no widow, and I will never see grief. Therefore her plagues will come in a single day, pestilence and mourning and famine, and she will be burned with fire, for mighty is the sovereign God who judges her. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 21. We praise you, O God. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as sovereign. All creation worships you, the creator everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy God, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the holy church acclaims you creator of majesty unbounded, your true and only incarnate, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the sovereign of glory, the eternal begotten of the creator. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Christ, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, 
and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Gospel, <clears throat> excuse me, the Gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 5, verses 21 through 26. You have heard that it was said to those of ancient times, You shall not murder, and whoever murders shall be liable to judgment. But I say to you that if you are angry with a brother or sister, you will be liable to judgment. And if you insult a brother or sister, you will be liable to the council. And if you say you fool, you will be liable to the hell of fire. So when you are offering your gift at the altar... If you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother or sister. And then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are on the way to court with them, or your accuser may hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you will be thrown into prison. Truly I tell you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. I want to focus in this morning on our Gospel reading. This is one that you and I, if you've been listening to me as I've been doing this podcast, have read before. And I think I've had something different stand out to me each time that we've read it. What stands out to me today is is the metaphor. You know, it's it's not a... It's not a far stretch, this parable metaphor thing. Um, To me, what it says today is that we have to remember that all of God's creation is beloved and precious and valuable, and that no matter how anybody is behaving, even the most heinous villains, somewhere, somewhere inside, is a beloved child of God. Somewhere is a divinely created divine being. And we can, we can do both things. We can hold them in, ten- in tension. We can hold people accountable for their actions. And we can also love the divine beings they are at the core underneath everything else or beyond everything else or deeper than everything else however you want to put that and and I think this matters it it matters my beautiful friend Tina once asked me about um, praying for somebody um, a public figure that she really struggled with and you know being both visual people (laughs) I suggested that she imagine a beautiful baby at the center of this encasement of yucky goo. Just imagine kind of having spiritual x-ray vision and being able to see through all the yuck of these terrible things that this person had done to this beautiful baby created by God that was encased in and trapped in all this junk, the idolatry and 
the lust and the grasping for power, which I guess is actually kind of part of lust, right? All of that stuff. See through it to the beautiful divine being and it helps me to imagine them in the form of a beautiful little baby and pray, pray for their freedom, pray for their healing, pray for them that way. And that image continues to help me on the grand scale of public figures. And then also on the small scale, it helps me to have compassion. It helps me to have compassion for the boss or coworker who is making life very uncomfortable for me to really look and see through that to the child that they are. And I don't mean inner child in the Jungian way. I mean the creation that they are, the beautiful divine creation that they are. And then what I must hold myself accountable for is in my actions and interactions with them, have I honored the beautiful divine and holy being that they are at their core self? And to me, today, our gospel reading reminds me of that, that that I am not always the best. Sometimes I'm really focused on the surface. I'm really focused on how frustrated I am at, at the meaningless task or the mistreatment. And I'm not looking past it to see, to honor, and to pray for the created being that is my sibling my spiritual sibling in Christ. I don't know if that makes any sense or if that helps you guys at all, but that helps me a lot. So I'd like to pause here and I would like to pray to see with God's eyes. And I want to say here too, that this doesn't excuse any behavior, but I think it's a more effective way than to pray than to pray for somebody's destruction. I mean, I I do pray the angry Psalms sometimes. They really help. That helps with the first vent, but then there's a second step to that, right? You purge all the vomit that you have, right? And then you rinse your mouth with water and you sip some actual fluids, right? (laughs) If we're going to continue the disgusting metaphor. So I, yes, I do think it's valuable to vent or to purge because when you keep things bottled up inside, that's no good. But if you hold on to them after you have vented and purged, then it festers. So what you've got to do is you've got to get it out and then you've got to take the step beyond that, which is generally compassion in my mind. It really is. And I'm not saying that that you let people walk all over you or that you're a doormat, but you remember that however they're acting somewhere inside, they are a beloved child of God. I think that's it. So let's pause and let's pray for some of those people who our interactions with are difficult um, because we don't know what's going on in their lives behind those actions. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, 
who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Suffragist set B on page 98 of the Book of Common Prayer. Save your people, God, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. God, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, God, have mercy. God, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, God, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. A Collect for Sundays O God, you make us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of, of your incarnate, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Give us this day such blessing through our worship of you, that the week to come may be spent in your favor. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Our Savior, Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name. Amen. Let us lift up in silence now those whom the Spirit has placed upon our hearts to pray for. Let us circle them in the light. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen.